everyone. Hey guys, I'm Sue. And I'm T, and we are here today on today's Exit Your 9, your nine to five. 5. And this is a podcast that we're going to be doing. We do it already, so if you have iTunes, just go to your podcast, Thingy Majiggy, and find Exit Your 9 to 5. Subscribe because we want to stay in touch with you. Yes, and then, and then you'll automatically get episodes downloaded yes. to your iPhone directly mm-hmm. or and your iTunes, whatever you listen to. Yes, and then you can always join us every Friday at like one fifteen. Mm-hmm. We're just going to be on here kicking it with you. And so that's pretty much it. How was yeah. your week this week? This week has been crazy but amazing. It's been creative and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot done and a lot accomplished, so staying creative. Cool. Doing what I love to do. How was yours? Girl, it was weird because I, I came back from Austin last week and like this was my first official, like you'd been home for seven days. And I'm like, when I looked back to see like all of the things I did, right. I was like, dude, I did a lot only being home for like that short week and gearing up. nice, right? Yeah. I'm like gearing up to just get back into the swing of things, partnering up with Sue. Like hey. this week has been eventful. Like it's just been a great week overall. But it's been creative. It's been a lot of creativity, creating content, you know, yes. making things happen. We were excited to announce we became official on podcast Woo-hoo. world with the iTunes getting added to the app store. I mean, yes, that's, that's pretty cool. So if you joined us last week, we were talking about soul searching and yes. Now we are going to talk to you about the next steps. What do you do now? Because hopefully by now you've got your your I love to do and I don't like to do list. Yes. Your soul searching your list. Soul se- your soul searching paper. <laughs> yes. yes. So we're, yes. we're really excited about that. And we're going to talk about diving into the next steps on this Pretty episode. Much, yeah. so. so you've done the soul searching and you're clear and ready to start your brand. Now what? Well, today we're going to talk about five uh, steps that you can make in starting your brand and or business getting in the right direction. So tip number one would be to choose a fictitious name. Most people, they know their services. They know what it is that they do, but they don't know how to make like a cool creative name that's going to be catchy. That's going to be something that people identify you with. You know, what do you think about that? Like when you were thinking about starting your directing business, how did you go about choosing your name? Because that's something that I personally had trouble with because I'm like, well, I'm T. Like, I don't want to be any other thing than than T. I even have trouble being New Day sometimes. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like deciding on what name best fit my business. Well, here's the advice I give everybody who doesn't know. You have an idea of what you want to do, but you don't know what you want to call your business. And naming your business is like having a baby or a child because mm-hmm. it virtually is your baby or your yes, child. I agree with that. And if you do not have a name right off the bat, some of you guys might be inspired and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to call my company, you know, uh-huh. Marigold Sunflowers, whatever, yeah. you know, like, and you're good. Yeah. But if you don't have a name, the coolest and easiest thing to do is my first production company I started. We called it the Sue Vanison Company because I didn't have a name. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ex- inspired or anything like that until like maybe five years later mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, look, I'm going to create Dream Cloud Productions. I loved it. And now I've got the Dream Cloud. I, I came up with the name, a concept, and I'm like, you know, all these ideas are like they come to me in a dream or a vision mm-hmm. and they're stored in a cloud somewhere until I can execute them. So Dream Cloud Productions became the name and I was able to go in and get the DBA. And I love it. Yeah. And the cool part about it is it's like with my Sue Vanessing company, I am Sue Vanessing. So it was easier for me to just go and be Sue Vanessing. That's how I feel about I didn't, you know, I didn't have to worry about like 
getting the DBA or the LLC or anything like that yet because I didn't know how successful it was going to be or mm -hmm. whatever. And I didn't know how to get started with that. And I didn't want to commit to a name. Mm -hmm. until I was committed to a name. And then I filed my first DBA last year as Dream Cloud Productions, and here I am today. So that's the advice I mm -hmm. I like to give people. Like, mm -hmm. it, it has to be organic. It should come to you. Mm -hmm. Don't force a name. Yeah, you can't. It has to feel right. It has to sound right. Mm -hmm. And then you said something that was very important. You intentionally did a DBA first as opposed to spending, um, I know in the state of California, $800 to incorporate mm -hmm. and get all of those things situated at a minimum. And so you decided to go the DBA route. I did two initially because I felt like, I don't know if this company is going to be successful and I don't want to be stuck with the bill. Or, mm -hmm. you know, there were a lot of different things that plagued me in terms of why I made that decision, but it was the best thing that I could ever do. So I made the choice. I did the do business as Mm -hmm. um, which only costs you $26. Go to any county clerk's office um, or I think in some states, city hall, where you file a fictitious business name, it should be no more than 26 bucks. Yes, you can go to LegalZoom. Yes, you can go to different aggregators that would do the service for you. Um, it's just a matter of preference. I'm a do-it-myself kind of girl. And so um, I Googled some things like how to start a fictitious business name. Mm -hmm. From there, I went to the call, you know, to the city hall clerk's office, purchased that 26 bucks. It's good for five years. Yep. So you can continue to do business and, and develop some revenue mm -hmm. and then make your choice on as you grow. incorporating mm -hmm. as you grow. Yeah. And then on top of the $26 fee for the form, mm -hmm. you also have to advertise because they want to yes. see proof of that. Yes. So make sure you do budget advertising space because they want to see you advertise this name for online least, somewhere. For at least three weeks. Yes. So yeah. they're going to want to see proof of that in order to, to stamp your paperwork and yeah. get it to you so you can open up your bank account and everything like that. That stamp is so important Super. because you do want to get that second bank account, which is the third tip. We're rushing, but it's so important that we mention this. So mm -hmm. the second tip is go to the IRS gov once you get that fictitious name like sue said they're going to give you that official stamp that officiates you as a business then you publish in a publication for up to three weeks and it could cost you as little as 25 bucks or it can cost you more depending on the publication i'm cheap very much so <laughs> frugal yeah and i decided to do the 25 dollar option and so once you cover your bases on that you're ready to go to the irs.gov to get your EIN number. That's right, the EIN number. That's your second step. And that's step. not in just California. That's all Everywhere. over the country. So totally. go ahead and um, sign up for that anywhere. It's free. It's, it's free. Yeah, it's you free. just go to irs.gov. It's completely free. They give you it right there. You know, you follow all the information about your company. You put in your do business as number, mm -hmm. and then the IRS will issue you an EIN number. It's kind of like your social security number for your business. Yeah, an EIN number is like employer identification number, if you yes. guys don't know what that means. Yes. It's, so EIN, employer identification number, super important. Mm -hmm. um, so why would I, why is it a good idea to get an EIN? Let's talk, let's talk good to them question. about that. Because Great question. I'm starting a business on my own and I, it's just me right now and maybe one other person. Mm -hmm. Why, why use an EIN instead of just my own social security Baby. number? Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. No. Yes. The reason why is because you want to protect your ass and that's just the bottom line. Like if someone 
it, well, initially, most people can do business as a sole proprietor. They can use their own um, social security number. But if someone comes after you, dude, they can take all your stuff. And you do not want them to take all your stuff. Right. Who's that? Hi, Kia. Honey, <laughs> I keep a glass on me. People don't know that. Drinking is good. Champagne no. Friday. Cheers. Cheers. But no, in actuality, like I said, you want to protect yourself. So having that EIN number as a do business as is important. Now, when you do file your corporation with a lawyer or with the state, you know, you're going to get that. Uh, What's it called? Um, it's, it's slipping my mind. They give you a corporation number, mm -hmm. a filing number. Corporate ID. Exactly. And so they give you their version. It's called a federal corporate ID or a federal ID. You've probably mm -hmm. heard of that. They give you that information. And so all of this is just to protect you, to one, identify your company, you know, with the mm -hmm. state, with the government. Then it protects you um, individually. So people can't come after your personal assets, but only your business assets. Right. So that's why it's important to get that EIN. Yeah. And it's free. So that's why it's important, and that's why we wanted to explain to you. We're not just saying, oh, go file for an EIN just because, because, you know, yeah. there's a method to our madness. So I've, I've got my name, I've got my DBA, ran the ad, they've approved it, the stamp's good. Now you go to the I've bank. I've got the EIN number. Yes. You go to the Take bank. Take that yes. ass to the bank and start a bank account because... I know as an entrepreneur for me, when I started to see how much money I made, I was like, oh, I'm paid. No, honey, you're not paid. <laughs> you need to allocate those expenses. Know how much it costs to run your company. Mm -hmm. Know how much you want to pay yourself and know how much you need to sustain and the little expendable things that will come up. You know what I mean? Open that bank account so that you're separating your personal finances from your business finances because eventually when you do decide to either seek out investors or you know grow in any capacity you're going to want to have to have a track record of how much all of this is costing you and then the government will see your name and or your EIN number or if you just uh, and they decide. track how long you've been in business and they see all of those things and then they'll come after you and so typically what I like to do is I have that separate business bank account and then I also have a separate business bank account for my taxes because you will have to pay taxes on that money so what you want to do is make sure things are sufficiently separated so that you can be more accurate with your bookkeeping with your filing and you won't get in trouble because you don't want Uncle Sam on that ass and the cool thing about opening up your own business bank account is that when it's Friday and you want to go into the bank there's that yes. line that says business accounts. Mm -hmm. Those are usually shorter. So mm -hmm. you can yeah. expedite through the line a lot quicker <laughs> yes. than going and waiting in a personal line. So, And then once you're in the business bank account line, mm -hmm. they're going to be able to help you with your personal business banking too because of the fact that, hey, you've got a business bank account with them. So exactly. just FYI. So now you've opened up the bank account. What next? Well, what does my business do again? What does my business look like? You need a logo. You can simply tell people, hi, I'm T. Goldsmith Consulting. But I know for me, I was like, I need something that's going to kind of stand out and make it pop. Now, granted, it was just the initial T, you know what I mean, with the name Goldsmith. But that's your logo. But that's my logo. That's true to who I am. So you want a logo that's going to represent your company, what your company's about. And that's pretty cool and attractive because when people see that, that's how they're going to identify you. So after you go and do the DBA, after you get your EIN number, you open that bank account, you find a designer to create your logo. And finding the right designer is important. I know that there are different companies out there like Fiverr and um, Upwork now they're called. Mm -hmm. And that's great because you can find some gems on those different you know platforms. However, anyone, you get what you pay for. So yeah. if someone's telling you they can design a logo for five bucks, 
that's a little questionable to me, but maybe they do, you know, the grace of God, whatever. But you want to make sure you choose someone that, you know, identifies with you, your brand, um, and they will and that they're willing to do it, you know, at the price you're willing to pay. Or you find a strong branding company or marketing company that will do all that for you. And most of them have like all encompassing, you know, prices. But I know some of the prices that I've seen for myself, um, with the logo and business card design inclusive. Uh, they charged me $75 for the logo creation, and then I did $75 to just do some different graphics with my logo. Mm -hmm. So prepare to spend anywhere between $50 to $150 for your logo. And you can find them on, on sites like Fiverr. You can find them on sites like Upwork. Mm -hmm. But also, tap into your own personal uh, database. You may know people who can draw and that are creative, that are willing to help you out. So as a business owner, entrepreneur, you want to be resourceful. There could be other people within your sphere that is are able to help you achieve those goals for little to no money. So yeah. tap into that for sure. And the reason why logos are important, it's all about branding. Branding is yes. everything. You are your brand now. You represent your company. So it's not like you're hiding behind this big corporation's yeah. name or anything like that anymore. Yeah. You are your T Goldsmith. Yep. And I want to make sure I look presentable. Like I mm -hmm. look like a legit business yes. and I'm not just this Oh, I just started a business overnight. Like you could start a business overnight, but you could yeah. look like you haven't been in business just overnight. Mm -hmm. So that's why these things are so important true. or whatever. And then now I've got my logo, my name, my bank account. What next? Well, how are people going to find you now? You need, I don't know. I mean, business is done. What, do I go to the newspaper? Do I buy a television ad? What do I do? What you do is you create your online presence because we are now in the digital age. In the new world order, we operate using mobile devices. We operate using web um Traditional forms of advertising and marketing are effective. Word of mouth is always going to be the most powerful. The whole point is to go to where the people are, speak the language, and direct them to where you want them to be, which is in your direct-to-consumer relationship list. And so building a business list is important because most people are like, okay, well, how do I get leads? Do I just go out and do I spend a lot of money on Facebook ads? Like there are different options that you do have, but I would personally start with creating my own website. Your own website is pretty much like your online real estate, mm -hmm. like what where you live online. And so d social media is kind of like dating. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, okay, if I'm interested in you, I'm not going to just give you my home address. First, I'm going to give you, you know, my social media, which is like your online business card. It's kind of a resume, a way of people to identify with who mm -hmm. you are and what you do. Yeah. That being acknowledged, you want to make sure that you're sending people from social media to that website because the algorithms are inconsistent. Facebook is now making people pay, which is business. But at the same time, you want to, like I said, keep that customer in your own hand. Uh, so using social media and, and all of those online things could be to benefit you in the di that direct-to-consumer relationship. Mm -hmm. So starting your own domain, go to GoDaddy.com. Um, you can go to Register.com. There's a lot of different ways to purchase domains. And don't be fooled. Sometimes they'll tell you, oh, get this domain for 99 cents. But then next year, you're spending 30 bucks to renew that bad boy. GoDaddy, from what I've found, has 
the most consistency in terms of their pricing. Mm -hmm. um, you can get a domain for like maybe three or four bucks and then next year it's $12. Or you can get, uh, sometimes often they'll give you two to five year options up front and then you can just kind of like go yeah. from there. Um, hi, Leilani. Hi, Kia. Um, and so you definitely... Um, yeah, I think no, it's yeah. cool. So you, it's you, true. Like I've used GoDaddy to yeah. build several sites and it's been pretty amazing. And the reason why we're suggesting get a company website yeah. as opposed to like going, oh, I'm just going to start a Facebook business mm -hmm. page. Yeah. Mm -mm. That's cute. But if you want to, you want to play with the big leagues, you want to get that kind of money mm -hmm. or you want to step up your game and your online digital footprint, get us a, a website. It's not going to cost you that much. They have tons mm -hmm. of great, you know, um, packages these days where they, you can pay for your domain, yeah. your um, hosting and everything for a year, which is great because mm -hmm. then you don't have to worry about it for a whole year. And there's mm -hmm. tons of like people that can help you. There's templates and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So yes. Yes. it's, it's easy to do. Um, but it's very important. And that's why it's important to not just have a Facebook business page or yes. whatever it you need to step it up to the next level because you're mm -hmm. doing this now like we told you in the last episode this is your next step this is what you're trying to turn into your next career your path you know so true that's so we got to set up your business the the proper way yes and speaking of setting up the proper way once you have your domain and you're thinking about building your website yes you can go into social media and get those handles so you want to identify your audience and your customer and then find out where they are which platform there are over eight like awesome platforms you have to identify where these people are if you don't then you're going to just kind of be shooting blanks and being all over the place and i do have some clients that prefer to be on all of the platforms and that's totally cool if your product demands that mm -hmm. but if you have something that you know you're not sure how people would receive, always start with Facebook. They're the mm -hmm. oldest one, second to MySpace, and then Twitter. Twitter, those are two good platforms that are strong where people are on there for at least 15 minutes a day. Um, I know Facebook has 1.8 billion people. I mm -hmm. know Twitter has a couple hundred million, if not a billion already. Um, so they say out of that ratio, 60% um, of the people are on those platforms daily and mm -hmm. they spend about 15 minutes there. Mm -hmm. So in considering all of that, yes, you need to be on social media and yes, you need to make sure you get those social media handles so that nobody else takes your name yeah. because that's the whole point. You want to make sure that whatever your product, your service is and your name is, people identify that with you and no one else. And so right. having that is important. So for a bonus tip, I would say go secure your online media handles so that you can get some business generated that way as well. And so those are the five tips we have for you. Choose a fictitious business name. Decide if you're going to go with a DBA or an LLC. Go to the IRS Gov. Get that EIN number. Employer identification number. Yes. Then uh, go create a business bank account. Keep that money separated. Mm -hmm. And then create your logo and your website and start to get creative because this is where the real work starts. Mm -hmm. um, next week, we're going to be talking about some cool stuff. So join us um, next media. Friday. Yes. Does my business need social media? I hear a lot Every, of people say that. Remember that I'm bonus tip? It. Remember that bonus tip where we said go register for mm -hmm. your social media handles? Yes. You need to register them and we'll tell you why next week. So yes. talk to you soon. Yes, but before you go, we have to give them an action step. Yes. I want to employ Because last you to week do we something. told you create that list, that soul yes. searching list. So that was last week's takeaway, soul searching list. What yes. is this week's takeaway? 
takeaway. This week, we want you to create your business affiliate list. And so you're going to basically collect... What does that mean? An, oh, an affiliate is anyone who stands in agreement with who you are and what your business is. And they are willing to support that. And your response to that support is usually monetary. <laughs> so you do have to offer your affiliates money. Um, but some of the affiliate programs come with, you know, like percentages. So you could offer a 10% or up to 50%. It's all up to you, but you should show love to those people who show love to you by referring your business. So the action step would be start that affiliate list and you do that by going into all of your email addresses, um, find a CRM first before you do that. I always like MailChimp and or Infusionsoft. Uh, Aweber is pretty good as well because they're all user friendly and they usually come with free trials. So you can try it, test it out to see if you like it. Um, and then if you do make the investment to go forward with that business. Um, so collect all your emails. You can import them. So it's not like you have to manually do them. You know what I mean? Unless you have uh, business cards that might need to be entered in. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole different story. But finding all of your emails, importing them into that list, that helps you with your direct-to-consumer list. After that, create your center of influence list. A lot of us have great friends in high places. And so... Reach out to them. Let them know what you're doing. Allow them the opportunity to get involved with you by just simply saying, hey, would you mind sharing this post? Or would you mind mm -hmm. letting people know that I do branding, marketing, and digital marketing and publicity? Put that word out because those are going to be your COIs, centers of influencers, people who have influence and are active and people who would be willing to be influential and active on your behalf so you want to do that and you can actually generate organic leads that way too so those five cool tips you got your bonus tip and your action plan and your action step is to make those lists so that you know who's going to help you get to that next step and bonus action item is yep. log into itunes store and yes subscribe to our podcast the exit your nine to five podcast yes. thank you guys and Yay. talk to you soon Happy Friday, Beatles. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>